Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Wednesday of the octave of Easter, April the 12th. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of Acts of the Apostles, chapter 3, verses 1 through 10. Acts of the Apostles, chapter 3, verses 1 through 10. In this particular reading this morning, we encounter two of Jesus' disciples, Peter and John. And this scene takes place after the Pentecost experience. These two disciples, along with the others who were in the upper room at the Pentecost, they are filled with the Holy Spirit. And they go forth and they are preaching and teaching in the name of the Lord Jesus that Jesus, who was crucified on Good Friday, lie, laid in the tomb on Holy Saturday and rose on Easter and is alive. In the name of Jesus, they go forth and preach, Jesus as Lord, crucified and risen, the Messiah. And they are going up to the temple for prayer at three o'clock in the afternoon for that is the hour in which people also gathered for prayer. And it was the custom that the uh, cripple, the infirmed, the poor, would gather at the temple gate so that those who were going in to pray, that they would hopefully uh, give alms, give an offering to assist the poor, the cripple, the lame, the infirmed, that they indeed would fulfill that part of the requirement, not simply to go and pray, but also to give alms to those who are truly in need. And so Peter and John encounter this crippled man who is being carried in because he's not able to walk. His legs and his feet are deformed not able to walk, he's not able to work, he's not able to gain a living for himself, so he is dependent upon the kindness and the love of those who are going to pray to Almighty God. And has, uh, he is lying there, Peter and John enter the temple area, and the blind man, uh, rather the crippled man, asked Peter and John for alms, and he's begging from them. Peter fixed his gaze on the man, and so did John. Look at us, Peter said. The cripple gave them his whole attention, hoping to get something. Peter said, I have neither silver nor gold, but what I have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene, walk. Then Peter took him by the right hand, pulled him up. Immediately the beggar's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped up, stood for a moment, then began to walk around. 
he went into the temple with them, walking, jumping about, and praising God. When the people saw him moving and giving praise to God, they recognized him as that beggar who used to sit at the beautiful gate. That's what the gate to the temple was called, the beautiful gate. They were struck with astonishment, utterly stupefied at what had happened to him. This beggar, who had been there for who knows how long, how many years he has been there. We don't know the cause of his infirmity, whether it was from birth, an accident, whatever it may be. And he's hoping to get something, as uh, St. Luke tells us, for Luke is the author of the Acts of the Apostles. He's hoping to get something. He's hoping to get some gold or some silver or something to assist him. Well, he is going to get something. In fact, he is going to get someone. He is going to get the name of Jesus the Christ. And he is told to get up and walk. He was given something greater than gold or silver. Gold and silver simply be used up, and the next day he will have to be out there again to cripple, still cripple, still infirm, still begging for alms that will once again be spent, and the cycle will repeat itself over and over again. But Peter says, we have no gold or silver to give you. What we have is something beyond price. It's priceless. It's of infinite value. So that you will no longer be here crippled. The cycle of being crippled is broken. You have been given the name of Jesus Christ, the Lord and Savior. And the man stands up he begins to shout with joy, goes about proclaiming and praying, and he follows Peter and John into the temple to praise God. And the crowd is astonished, stupefied, as Luke says, at what God has done. Notice Luke does not say he gave glory, praise, and thanksgiving to Peter and John, for it is in the name of Jesus Christ that he has been healed. He has been liberated. The cycle of his infirmity has been broken, and he praises God. For his healing is a deeper sign, isn't it? It is a sign of liberation from the true things that cripple us. Sin. Sin is the great crippler. Sin keeps us going back again and again and again and growing deeper into the darkness. The deeper in being crippled and infirm, unable to move about, paralyzed. But with the liberation of the name of Jesus, we can go forth and live 
a new way. That really speaks to each of us, doesn't it? So often in the mail, and I'm sure all of us have received this at one time or another and may receive them daily, a request from various very good uh, organizations that do such good work on behalf of those who cannot, uh, who cannot help themselves, those who are dependent upon the alms, the charity of others. We may never see them. We may never know who they are. But God knows, and we send them a donation. We entrust them with our money. Uh, and that's a beautiful thing. It's a very wonderful, loving, and charitable thing. We may even encounter those on the street or by our churches. Maybe if many of our parishes have regular collections for the poor, for the hungry, the needy. And we give. But we give something far greater than that that which is beyond price. Each and every day we have living within us the name of Jesus Christ. That is the great liberator. And we know people in our lives who are not physically crippled, not physically infirmed. They're crippled and infirmed in their own soul and spirit. They need the name of Jesus Christ. And through our baptism, through our confirmation, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, each and every day, we can give the name of Jesus Christ. Beyond gold and silver and dollars and jewels, and all the other things that we hold to be precious stones, we can give the capstone, the capstone of the very body of Christ, the name of Jesus, to those who really need to be liberated at that level, the level of their soul and of their spirit. What a, what a tremendous call, tremendous vocation, that we may not have gold and silver, may not have change to give to someone, but we can always pray with them and pray for them. Those who we know, maybe within our family, within our friends, who are spiritually struggling, spiritually infirm by past sins, by guilt, what better time than in this holy season of Easter when Jesus Christ came forth from the tomb, defeated Satan, broke the chains of sin and guilt, and set people free, that we are called to also give that name, the name who truly liberates, who is the savior of us all, Jesus Christ. So let us this day carry within us and be ever ready when the occasion arises and the Lord calls upon us 
let us give something beyond gold and silver. Let us give that which truly liberates and breaks the chains that bind us. The name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God bless you.